Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Porous Shoes. This is our podcast, Two Can Keep a Secret. Shh. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy television show, Pretty Little Liars. You know it. You love it. And, and now, now we're, we're going to talk, talk about it. it. Welcome to episode four of Two Can Keep a Secret. This is exciting. It's our fourth episode. And today we're going to be reviewing and discussing season five of Pretty Little Liars. And so much happens. A lot of things happen and it ends on a really great cliffhanger. Do you want to talk about just generally season five for a bit and like the stuff that goes on? Because the last time we talked about season four and we talked about the season finale there and like Allison's alive. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. The girls are in New York. Ezra got shot. And it opens with them in New York. They don't know yet who A is because it's not Ezra because he didn't shoot himself. They devise a plan. They realize that they're still very much under attack. Uh, Allie actually sees somebody in a black hoodie yeah. uh, hanging onto the top of the ambulance uh, that ta- <gasps> that's taking Ezra to the hospital. And then Wait. they realize like, oh my God, A is going to try to kill Ezra. So then they have to think of a plan. To figure out who A is. Yes. That's what they're always trying to do. They need to figure out who A is and then like... Like, they're really, they're so hopeful constantly. They're always like, and once we figure out who A is, we're fine. This will all be over. We'll be free. Yep, that's what they want. That's all they want is to be free. They enact this plan where Allie walks away from the hospital in a very obvious way, trying to get whoever A is to follow her. And, mm-hmm. like, they try to lead A away from the hospital because they think that Allie is the real prize, not, not Ezra. Mm-hmm. And they lead, like, someone follows her. She leads them to a playground, a creepy playground and then Spencer and Emily jump out, or Hannah, I forget which one. It turns out to not be A at all. It's like a bunch of different people. It's like a flash mob of A's in black hoodies. And all the girls are at the Fitzgerald Theater in New (laughs) New York, York. which is somewhere that Ezra took Allie when they were dating. And they ate sandwiches. Did they? I feel like he brought sandwiches, like he brought homemade sandwiches. And I saw that and I thought, that's really nice of him. So then they're also like trying to dodge the cops. And they have to get out of there at some point too. Oh, but before they get out of there, what happens is... Shauna Shauna. shows up at the theater and she's just like, she brings a gun. She's like, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm here to kill you. And Allie's like, what? I thought we were friends. Like, I thought, what are you doing? And then she points a gun at them and she's like, gonna try to shoot Allie. Okay, yeah. And then Aria comes in. Because now she's run from the hospital where Ezra told her that Shauna's A and... And she grabs a prop shotgun. A prop shotgun. It's very... Elmer Fudd, she starts stalking away with this shotgun, like she has it pointed as if it's actually gonna like yeah, and it doesn't shoot, shoot anything because no. it's a it's and a then, prop. And then she's like, "Hey, Shauna," and she's and like, then she hits bumps her. her. And then the gun that Shauna's holding goes off. And hits the ceiling. It doesn't even shoot her. She it falls off the stage no and she's just dead. Yeah, I honestly, and people have pointed this out before about how everyone, like, people get shot and, like, you think they're gonna die in this show and they don't, but, like, people that do die, they die so weirdly. Yeah, like things Ian gets pushed you. off a bell tower. Yeah, yeah and then it, it like hangs dies. Him, like Nobody dies hanging. getting pushed off a no. bell tower. And like when you're on a stage and you fall off, you, you probably don't die. maybe break your leg. But you don't die. But probably not die immediately. But the one thing that I do think is good is that Emily does go and check her pulse. And and like, so remember how we were talking about that before? <laughs> like when you kill somebody, you should make sure that check, they're dead. Check it out. So she was dead. She was definitely, definitely, That's a good really point. for sure dead. That's the first time ever that anyone ever checked someone's pulse in this show 
And then Cece what escapes from so remember how Cece was in the uh, Rosewood she was getting questioned about Wilden's murder, which yeah. it turns out she she did that. Which is why she needs to escape, and Allie gives her her passport so yeah. that she can escape to France. As Vivian Darkbloom. So Allie gives her mm. her backup escape plan to Cece, then Allie still wants to run away, and they're like, well, now that Sean is dead, come back with us, and they take the bus back, and she tries to, like, kind of ditch them, actually, and then... <laughs> I think she's, like, afraid. She's definitely afraid, yeah. I, yeah, and so she's back now, then she, then, and they go to the police station, and they're trying to, like, because they're about to tell everything that's happened... But then Allie changes her story and tells the police that she was kidnapped for two years. Yeah, they're like, finally, we can tell the truth. Like, the truth will set us free. We're, what, this is going to be so freeing. Allie, are you on the same page as us? And she's like, yes. But it turns out she got a text. Yeah, she got an A text. Well, an A-ish text. An A-ish text. Not signed by A. Not signed by A, but it made her change her mind last minute. And just for, what, about five seconds, the girls think... The game is over. Yeah, they a really has had been, that moment. Yeah, they think there's very little relief because then Allie gets a text and then uh, the rest of them get texts that say, like, we know you were, I knew you were in New York. They lie so much. Like, how long are you going to be telling? That's so, And then just coincidentally, Ezra got shot in New York. So, like, how are they supposed to... There's just so layers upon layers of lying. Yeah, he says that he got mugged. And it was like a mugging gone bad. Why was he in New York, though? What's his uh, What's his story? Maybe he doesn't need one. He doesn't need one. He's just, you know, he's allowed to deserve whatever he wants to do. He's an adult. He's, he's not an adult. 16. He's, he can go wherever he wants to go. <laughs> no one considers him missing if he's gone for a night or two. So he's just enjoying the city. Yeah, and so now Allison is going to come back to school after there's like, you know... She's reunited with her father. Her mother is missing, which the viewers, us, we know that she's actually dead. Yes. So uh, Jason and Kenneth are both just like, where's Jessica? Like, oh my God, Allie's alive. Like, where, where is she? Jessica's fucking Doesn't dead, Doesn't she care? That, and it turns out this entire time she's dead. The girls, again, they find themselves in this place like, can we trust her? Because she just all of a sudden flips the script. Yeah. And she doesn't go so with the plan So once again, they're stuck following along with Allie's lies. Right. And it's just like a classic throwback for them. They're like, what are we fucking doing? Like they're questioning it so much, but at the same time they're still doing it because they're also trying to protect themselves. And And, and Aria is having a very hard time dealing with the fact that she killed somebody. Oh, she struggles. She's like watching videos online. She can't stop watching the funeral video of Shauna and blah, blah, blah. This new A, who at first she's in denial about... Is playing is taunting her with violin music, which Shauna used to play the violin. I know, and so has replaced like a bunch of the music on her iPod with violin music, and um, is taunting her that she knows. And Arya just goes into full on freak out mode. So they need to protect Arya. They need to protect themselves. Yeah, and they need to kind of go along with Ali's lie because what else is there to do? What at is this there point? to do? Exactly. There's just so many lies that like, what are they going to start telling the truth now? They can't, man. It's really not in the cards for them. And so, just so many things happen. Hannah, I think, takes Allie's return the worst. She starts drinking a lot. She dyes her hair with, I don't know, it's like she put black feathers in her hair or whatever. <laughs> it's like a, oh, there's no real name for it, but they, she takes like the under layer of her hair and just makes that black and cuts it. And she, um... She looks good. She, she always looks, looks good. good. She is now like, who am I? 
She's a little strung out, which everyone knows that I like. <laughs> so she starts drinking. Caleb, Caleb comes back. Comes back from Ravenswood with zero information about what the fuck went on. Hannah, meanwhile, was like dating this guy, Travis, who was cute. He was cute and he helped her. Remember, she he kind of like lied for her or did something <laughs> yeah, to... Yeah, she helped. It was, he helped her mom, I think. Oh, yeah, because he clearly saw, like, a person who uh, was confronted Wilden the night that he died, and it was not a redhead, it was a blonde girl, uh, and it so it wasn't Cece. Ashley Marin, it was Cece, and that gets Ashley Marin out of jail. Hannah, I guess, feels as though she owes something to this fella. <laughs> and she's missing Caleb, and uh, Travis is quite sweet. And she throws him a bone. He's quite patient with her and is nice he's, to her. He's so nice to her. I think it's all good. He, But it's not meant to last because he's really just a placeholder. He's something to kill the time until Caleb comes back, well, which he does. yeah. I think that she is happy but confused when Caleb comes back, and she... But, like, obviously they just are right back into romance pretty quickly after. But he's also drinking. She's drinking. She's upset about this whole Allie thing. Allison is just as rogue as ever. No one can tell what the fuck is going on. She slaps Mona across the face. Mona's assembling, like, an army against her. But Allie's assembling her own army. Yep. They have a fucking ice ball. <laughs> Allie throws an ice ball. That's when shit's really fucking weird. Yeah, they're... She's, like, making out with Detective Holbrook. Yeah. Why? What was is this ever truly answered what this romance between Holbrook and Allison? I don't know. What? So before that, Pepe, which is the dog that Jessica De Laurentiis oh, adopted. adopted before her death, gets delivered and Allie is like house ridden and wants to keep the dog. They are also suspicious of Jason at this time, thinking that yeah. he knows something or that he might have murdered his mom. And then Pepe digs up Jessica's body in the yard. Wait, but isn't it in the Hastings yard? It's in the Hastings yard, sorry, yeah. Okay, so I have something to say. This is actually something that I made note of. The fact that the girls think that Jason is suspicious and they think that the only person that Jessica would protect if they killed Allison is her other child. Which is why That's they right. think it's Jason. It's That's the right. first time they've ever had a realistic, good theory. That and it ends up being to, true. Exactly. No, Except it's not totally Jason. right. It's not Jason, though. It's, but it is it's, her it's, another child. Charlotte? Is that her name, actually? Charlotte, yeah. Well, yeah. Charles and then Charlotte. And she Cece. goes by Cece. There's also that really interesting scene, which I think we had made like a meme about, which was um, when Allie goes to her mom's funeral and oh, she comes God. downstairs. And it's actually, it's, it's kind of really tragic and really sad for Allie's character, if you think about it. She comes back from the dead. She never talked to her mom. Her mom thought she was alive but didn't know and she never got closure with her mom she never got to ask her like why would you bury me alive she never gets that closure so that's actually very sad it is and she ends up wanting to wear one of her mom's dresses to to jessica's funeral Mm -hmm. and she comes downstairs and her dad just gets so mad and it's like you can't wear that and it's just like everyone's looking at her she's like what's what's wrong like what's a big deal and spencer's like your mom wore that to your funeral (laughs) (laughs) yeah what a what a that's not great i don't I feel bad for Allie in this situation. So they they are going to yet another funeral, these girls. There's just Mm. so many deaths. And it's not the last funeral of the season, folks. Nope. Because someone else gets fucking killed. Guess. 
Okay. Is it Mona? <laughs> Damn it. I wanted you to guess wrong so that I could be like, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do you want to do that again? No. <laughs> No, I just wanted you to know what it feels like. <laughs> to not know? I, there's a lot of things that you're not, I don't know. Um, Mona is fucking killed by A, technically. I actually fully don't really understand this. Because um, Mona's supposed to fake her own death, right? Why is yeah. there blood everywhere in the house? But she trying to fake her own death and then during that it got interrupted and she legitimately got kidnapped? No, because she's like, she's she's in her bedroom looking in the mirror and she's like, I got you now. Allison, we all fucking know you're A. Someone comes into her house and like technically kills her while everyone thinks that she's dead and all that blood, like they say like this person was murdered because they're like there's no way they would have like survived that much blood loss. How did all the blood get all over the house if Mona didn't actually end up carrying out her death plan so did that other person, I guess, I guess Cece, Cece must have put the blood all over the house to make everyone think that Mona was dead. Yeah, I think she probably knew about Mona's plan and like made a good convincing uh, scene yeah. for the cops to find and then they do. Let's go back to romance. I know we were talking about Hannah and Caleb, Caleb forever, and <laughs> other things going on. Ezra has been shot because he's back in Rosewood. Mm-hmm. Arya and him do it. They have sex while he's like got a full gunshot wound Mm -hmm. and the song playing is a cover of like every breath you take (laughs) but who hooks up during that same montage i don't know emily and allison oh yeah that's right okay so here's another thing that's happening is that well first of all this this the scene between ezra and aria is racier than most other sex scenes in the show because it's pretty she's like you see her bare back mm-hmm. and she's like straddling him like it's mm-hmm. like sex it's sexual yeah emily and ali just get they kiss. A, a kiss with tank tops on. But the Emerson lovers are really into that. Allie says to her, those kisses weren't just for practice. Yeah. I made you feel that all of your feelings were one-sided. They that wasn't weren't. true. But then that altercation between her and Mona happens. And that is like this pivot point where the girls no longer trust her and think that she's going completely rogue. And then Emily necessarily starts to question what Allie's told her. Yeah. And like, was that a lie too? And so they're really on the cusp of like, coming to an understanding and talking about it, but frustratingly, they don't. They're almost and they don't. No, I know. And I think Allie's just up to all her old tricks, you know? She's kind of leading Emily on Mm -hmm. like a jerk. And then she has that thing with Mona. And then here's what the other thing that we find... Like, this season is actually mind-blowing, the amount of stuff that happens. (laughs) Like, all the stuff that we've said, like, that's not even all of it. Like, there's so much more that happens. And one thing is that we find out who the dead body is. That's right. That was in Allison's grave that everyone thought was Allison and it's Bethany Young who it turns out possibly was the other witness to Marion Kavanaugh's death. Witness slash the person who actually killed her. Right. She pushed her off. And so it's revealed that she also ran she ran away from Radley on the night that Allie went missing. That's a coincidence for sure. And Cece never really answered that question. We still don't really know why she picked that particular night to get out. We don't know why she was wearing the same exact shirt as Allie, but it turns out, you find out <laughs> Who that... Who isn't wearing that shirt? <laughs> well, you find out that Mona hits her and Melissa buries her. Melissa fucking... Finally, Melissa has an actual part in something other than <laughs> just being around when bad shit happens. Yeah. She is the person who buried Bethany alive. 
life. And she feels pretty bad, but she's kind of, like, running away from the whole thing. She's like, see you later. She leaves, like, a video message for Spencer. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's all there is to that. And so they find out about Bethany Young, and they're all sitting together, like, in this room. And, like, what I find funny about this scene is that everyone in this room knows Allison except for Caleb. They've never met before. But they share this look. Yeah. Of, like, it's not a look you'd give someone that you've never seen no. before. But I guess, like, technically, he obviously has heard a lot about her, has been dealing with Hannah's struggle he with hates the fact her. that she's back. He hates her. He really does. And he she looks like, I don't know, maybe her look is just a reaction to his look. Then there's a huge explosion. Mm-hmm. A huge explosion. The Kavanaugh's house is blown up by A, presumably. No one's hurt in the fire. Not even Jenna. <laughs> But Jenna's back. Jenna manages to escape with her wits. Jenna's heartbroken also because Shauna is dead, Mm. by the way. And people are like, that's another thing that Arya really deals with is her guilt about the fact that Mm -hmm. Jenna is really fucking actually sad. And like, she kind of opens up to her one night. Yeah. And... I don't know. Jenna was like, I, I liked her. I loved her. I know. And, and then I'm we sad. see like a new... I don't have anyone anymore. There's a new character that ends up being like Jenna's doppelganger weird buddy, which is Sydney. So Sydney comes and she's new on... She's on the swim team and she immediately latches on to Emily, which mm-hmm. that makes sense. I get Wouldn't. that. And Paige also is there, and Emily and Paige aren't really anything right now. They're they're broken up and But they get to... back together, don't worry. Yeah, but I feel like Sydney's kind of a catalyst for this because she's like enlisting them both to help her. Right. She wants Emily to help her to be a better swimmer and she's like, sob story, there's no one in the stands looking for me. So that's kinda nice. She kinda I mean, other than her being fucking weird and then she, her and Jenna are like teamed up, she kinda brings Paige and Emily back together. You know, their love story is not over yet like in in spite of everything that's going on Paige and Emily still managed to find their way back to each other also I just wanted to say that Sydney looks like an evil Anne Hathaway and it's very 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 (laughs) distracting for me I know and I hate her and she's very thirsty. Yeah, I per- I don't like this character either. <laughs> I mean, we say this, a lot of the B characters mm-hmm. we're, like, not really into. But, I mean, they have their place in the show. And then we've got fucking Detective Tanner. The, uh. the most, just the, why, why does she have to be so mean, you know? She can't really, she just has not a nice bone in her body. And I don't know why she should, I don't know. I'm not saying that people have to be nice and she's just doing her job, but she's like really mean. She asks bad questions. She's just like, well, who do you think killed this person? (laughs) And then the person's like, I don't know. She's like, oh, you've not thought about that? Why don't you know? (laughs) Why don't you know? I don't know. It's not my job. It's your job. She asks a lot of like leading questions. I, I question her police work. Me too. During this time that Allie's still around and we're not sure where her loyalties lie and Hannah's really struggling, she's drinking too much, another thing happens that causes some friction between the girls that I think is noteworthy, which is that Ella Montgomery <gasps> is now engaged to the, guy. the guy, Zach, who owns the rear window brew, and he hits on Hannah. Yeah, yeah, he hits on Hannah, and then, and she's, like, been drinking and stuff, so she tells Spencer and Emily about it, and they kind of don't believe her. They're kind of assholes about it, and it's really mean, and Hannah then feels like she has no one to turn to. No one believes her. She tells Arya about it. Arya gets fucking pissed, mm-hmm. and then Arya tells her mom, and 
then the engagement's off, and poor Ella, brokenhearted yet again. Can we just take a little bit of time to talk about Ella Montgomery? Yeah. She's What a great woman. This, she's she a strong, beautiful, accomplished woman, and I feel so bad for her because she's just surrounded by sketchy, bad Dudes. people. That her, Zach guy seemed like a nice guy. But he's not. So her husband cheats on her. <laughs> yeah. Her son breaks and enters into people's houses. Her daughter dates her teacher. And is a liar. Fucking and then liar. her new fiance hits on Hannah. Can't Ella Sucks. Montgomery catch a break? This girl cannot get a break and I feel I awful. Feel bad for her. I know, it sucks. Yeah, then there's like, people are being questioned constantly by the police. These girls cannot escape the police at this point. But then, ultimately, Allison gets arrested for Mona Vanderwall's murder. Bum, bum, bum. Did she do it? Did she do it? Did she do it? What do you think? No, she didn't fucking do it. No one gets arrested for the thing that they did. She did some shit, but it wasn't that. (laughs) Then, also, Hannah's blood is found on the clothes that Mona was wearing. It means that Hannah's also going to prison. (laughs) Before that, the police are, they have Allison in custody. The girls are all freaking out because of college. Oh my god, there's too much going on. Toby has decided to become a police officer during (laughs) some part of this also like he just already is a police officer no okay can we just talk about that for a second about how he (laughs) in the beginning of the season he's like i've been enrolled in the police academy and spencer's like haha you can't just be a cop and he's like watch me and then like 10 episodes (laughs) later he's like he comes into the hastings house and he's like put your hands where i can see them (laughs) and it's like a porno scene of Spencer and Toby just being like, I've been a bad girl. <laughs> Toby's like, we know exactly how to handle perps like you at the oh, academy. And like, God. there's just a lot of like fucking sex talk, uh, sexy police talk. And now he's a cop. Also, Aria freaks out about not being able to get into college. She writes a letter <laughs> to Talmadge College because Jackie Molina is the... <laughs> admissions officer Welcome there. Welcome back, Jackie. And she kind of tries to appeal to her and says, I, I think I really, you know, wasted my high school time by dating an older guy and I really need the experience of college and going away to college to try to recapture some of my youth. And as much as she writes that only to get the outcome and to appeal to Jackie, mm-hmm. uh, Ezra, she does eventually have to tell Ezra because A starts like blackmailing her with that. Mm-hmm. And... Ezra thinks there's a grain of truth there. So they break up? They break up yet again. Fuck, man. And then Arya starts dating that other guy, Sean Hamilton or whatever. Andrew Campbell. Andrew Campbell. Sean Hamilton's not a person. (laughs) Andrew Hamilton, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Other thing that happens in this season is that they very elaborately break into Radley because they're trying to solve this Bethany Young mystery. And Arya has, like, been volunteering at Radley. But, like, I don't understand how they do it. Hannah has, like, a a headset, like, a very technological... headset that she's like feeding information to Spencer yeah. and Arya from outside and like Caleb is also using his talents and then like Toby's in a car accident which is like a foreshadowing of like him being in another car accident. He breaks his leg and then mm. there's an actual like allusion to the movie Rear Window because Toby has this broken leg and he's looking out into Allison's house with like a telephoto lens Oh yeah! and it's very Rear Window. Oh but one huge kind of like little arc that happens is that they find a story 
storage locker. Somehow oh. they find it, and it they think it's Holbrook. Holbrook randomly goes missing, this detective. Like, oh, after yeah. they see him with Allie at the ice ball, they think that maybe Allie did kill Mona, Allie is A, and that Holbrook is Helping. one of her minions. Yeah. Hannah obviously goes there with Caleb. Inside, awesome. Inside are a bunch of bloody clothes, a barrel. There's a barrel, and they think that Mona's body's inside. And it's also Mona's laptop. That's how they track it down. And then they find out that the storage unit's actually been rented in Hannah's name. So now Hannah's getting arrested. Well, she's no. They. (laughs) She concocts this insane plan to dispose of all the stuff in the storage unit. And she drags Caleb along with her. And when they go back to the storage unit, it's empty except for the barrel. And then when they are trying to leave, Hannah and Tanner. <laughs> That's a new ship. Hannah and Tanner? Ew. Oh my god. I like it. Hannah. I hope that doesn't happen. You heard here first, people. Who's Hannah going to end up with? Tanner. No, but Tanner and Toby, they, they show up. And they almost catch Hannah and Caleb in the unit, and they, like, pass it off as, like... And then they open up the fucking barrel! They find this fucking barrel full of what turns out to not be Mona's body. Emily wants... Okay, so now her and Paige are, like, back together, but Paige has gone to California already, and she wants to go and visit her. She needs to get extra cash, so she tries to be a caterer for Ezra's party. Is that where she meets that girl? What's her name? Talia. Talia, your favorite. Yeah. So then Paige is like, don't even come here. She ends up freaking out, and Ezra hires Talia, who's, like, an actual chef and an actual caterer, to do the party. They end up having to work together. They randomly, like, start opening up to each other. And Emily now they're kind of in a crazy. And then Talia is just like fucking thirsty for her. She makes her Does that actually happen in this season? But then she gets yeah. back together with Paige. I know, man. Because it turns out Talia's married to a dude that she's just friends with. Wait, she doesn't get back together with Paige. Paige is gone. Now, Hannah got arrested mm-hmm. for being an accomplice in Mona's murder. Her and Allie are trying to, like, send each other messages in prison and stuff, and, like, <laughs> Allie burns herself with an iron. Oh, my God. And then smashes Hannah's hand in the dryer and, like... They're just injuring themselves so that they have a chance at speaking to each other. Their lawyer's, like, pretty much had it up to here. (laughs) She's very exasperated with them. And now they have to go through this terrible trial where Allie's really being accused of killing Mona. She didn't do it. The girls are unsure about what the fuck is going on, but they also don't want Hannah to go to prison, so they're trying really hard to figure stuff out. They're way better at it than the cops, (laughs) and they're way better at it than the lawyers. Allie, Allie does tell them that the day when Mona got murdered, which was Thanksgiving, she says she was going to meet that Cyrus character. So also during season five, a random guy confesses to kidnapping Allie. Because Allie like pays him to do it. That was, I never understood that part either, but she was going to meet him. So she was going to this playground. So she was actually had no alibi for the time of Mona's murder. And it was all a setup, a set her up. And another setup that happens in this season, I swear this season is jam packed with action. Spencer gets arrested for killing Bethany young oh my god yeah that's another thing that happens like much earlier in the season anyways but she ends up getting off so now everyone's we're arrested every, there's so many people in jail getting arrested getting killed getting shot getting fucking putting getting in car accidents 
becoming cops, breaking into <laughs> places like Radley, wearing nurse uniforms. I swear these girls wear nurse uniforms in every season. There's always a reason. You know what I always say? I'm of the mind that you should always look the part. You should always have the right gear for your and they plan. Do. I think that we should make a meme of all the times the girls are wearing like candy striper or nurse outfits because yeah. they do it so much. There's no shortage of uniforms for those professions in Rosewood. I think that they, I hope that they bought them and not that they're renting them every single time because I think that they've reached the <laughs> they, past yeah. the break even point of just buying it. Yeah, they should just invest in them. So now, before the season finale, the episode mm-hmm. before the season finale, it's very emotional. Ali is convicted of murdering Mona in the first degree. Which I think is actually a very good reflection of the American justice, justice system because yeah. we've all seen Making a Murderer. Yeah. People don't understand what a reasonable doubt is. There's no body. There's no physical evidence. There's no genetic, like, DNA evidence. It's just people are like, we think it's Allie. And this person had blonde hair. The jury has to me. And the jury, the jury's like, yeah, I can't poke one hole in that story. So this is a domino effect. Not only is Allison convicted, but the rest of the girls, aside from Hannah, who's already in prison, um, oh the God. rest of the girls are arrested as accomplices. And it's, like, intense. Like, they all have to do their fingerprints. They yeah. get their mug shots. Then... I think that's such a good scene. It like is. Like, that little montage where they're getting booked. Yeah. I love it. It, it really faces. is. Emily is such a sad little puppy. She looks like a puppy that's been kicked. I know. She's... I know. I feel bad for them. I really do feel bad for all of them in this situation. Like, they're all fucking going to jail. So then... It's the season finale. The girls are being carted off to prison. They're in the back of this police van. What happens? They get derailed, for lack of a better term. We don't really know at first, and then it turns out they wake up in their room, but it's not quite their room. What is it? It's the dollhouse. Welcome to the dollhouse. And who do they see at the dollhouse? (sighs) Their best friend that they are arrested for killing, Mona. So Mona's not dead. Mona's that was in the dollhouse. That was a huge reveal. And when we first watched that episode, like on my first watch of the show, I was legitimately like, oh my god. Like, I really thought Mona was dead because they showed us her like, dead fucking body. Yeah. And I was pretty convinced. So I, I thought I that was such a good reveal. Like, that was so oh, good. I'm oh so glad god. Mona's not dead because I really like her character and I feel like she's so smart and they really need her around because, like, they can't do anything themselves. So I'm glad that she's not dead. And, like, so they're in this house. It's just, like, they're, and it looks like their bedrooms. And so now, like, looking back on this, we know that it's actually Cece that's holding them hostage in this dollhouse. Mm -hmm. It seems like she's recreated all their bedrooms. Mm -hmm. I think that she didn't time it quite right because (laughs) she seems to be just almost ready for their arrival in that their rooms look like their rooms but there haven't been pictures put in the frames yet like they're just like (laughs) blank frames or it's like the stock photo in the frame so not quite there yet but it'll do so they're basically being mona is acting like ali she has to act like ali that's part of the game it's really creepy she has blonde hair yeah, it's really weird. And there's all these rules in the dollhouse and they're all being like fucking tortured. Meanwhile, back in Rosewood, everyone's like, well, Tanner is like, these girls have escaped. They're fugitives. And mm-hmm. like, she really thinks that they've somehow escaped. And then she thinks that Caleb knows what's going on. The Hastings are just trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. They talk to Allie mm-hmm. and they're just like, who would, who would want to target these girls? And it's just like, where have you been this whole time? Like, what? Like, this is the first time they've been targeted? No. Yeah, Veronica is 
100% perplexed. Yeah. And it's like she's not been paying attention to the last five or so years of her daughter's life. Well, I mean, it's really been like two, but whatever. (laughs) So, yeah, so the girls, uh, they're invited to prom. Prom in the dollhouse. Oh, yeah. And during this time... Being the little evil geniuses that they are, they make a plan to escape from the dollhouse. They kind of find a way out. They don't really find a way out. No, they don't. They try. They try a bunch of different stuff, but then they end up like tripping the lights, and then they and then Spencer has like a run in with Charles, this person Charles, who's holding them hostage. Now that they know that his name, because Spencer can like solve really really complicated puzzles, <laughs> um, in her mind. Like how did how did Mona not figure that out yet? Anyways, and then like people are trying to figure stuff out, like. So I love this. I love when, when like, the boys are working together oh, to, like, yeah. figure shit out. So, like, Toby, Caleb, and and Ezra are, like, desperately trying to, like, figure stuff out. I think they've been trying to figure it out for five minutes before Ezra gets angry and punches a wall. <laughs> he can't fucking handle what's happening. He can't handle A, and the boys just can't. But whatever. They're, they're going to figure some stuff out, and I like when they work together to do that. I think it's really cute. Yeah, I was saying, I think that they're such a good team. Ezra has all the, like, stalking, monitoring skills, like, spying on people. We know that. Uh, Caleb is really good at, like, hacking into computers and, like, stuff like that. And Toby's a cop. Toby's a cop, and he has all this insider information and resources. So, really, like, they they have have a pretty good chance. They have a pretty good chance of finding the girls. I mean, if it wasn't for them, I don't think that they would find the girls because Tanner just doesn't even think that it's worth trying to find them because they're, like, I don't know. She thinks that they're guilty as charged. So how does it end off? Well, Tanner picks up Caleb because of something to do with his laptop. Then the Hastings are like his defense attorneys. Well, just lawyers at the time. They make these weird suggestions about hacking and finding where the van is, the prison van that was transporting the girls. They let Caleb find the van and it tracks them down to the Campbell farm? I don't know. This guy, Andrew Campbell, is involved somehow. We don't know how, but he's listening on the Hastings phone calls. Melissa calls, obviously, oh, God, most inopportune moment. And, and so Tanner, they find that lair. Yep. There's, like, all this security camera stuff happening, and Tanner realizes, like, holy shit, these girls are in fucking trubs. And she finally sort of realizes that there's more to this story than just a bunch of, like, criminal teenage girls, um, which is good in terms of her character arc. <laughs> I honestly thought at first, I thought maybe Tanner was, like, really, really evil, and when she saw the footage, because Mona's alive in the footage and she's just like oh my god Mona's not dead and we just (laughs) sent a person to fucking jail for life because she's this person who's not dead is dead I thought she was literally gonna like delete that footage and just be like let's pretend we never saw that and like just move on with me being an amazing detective but to her credit she she doesn't she doesn't and and Allie that's how Allie gets out of jail that's pretty much the end of the season it's actually like a big cliffhanger like they're trapped they've kind of escaped the actual house but they can't get anywhere because there's an electric fence Mm -hmm. so they're just basically stuck out there and that's it I'm excited to see how they find their way out Season six is going to be a big one too. Man, so let's go into this. Okay. Who is dead? Who's dead? Shauna, Jessica De Laurentiis, Mona, not really though. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. A light season for deaths. <laughs> it's actually a heavy season for deaths. There's usually like maybe one death per season, but this one had few. Okay, a heavy season for deaths. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to agree with that. What about, I will go down with this ship. I ship Jason and Ashley Marin. Oh, 
slash Pastor Ted. I love this love triangle. Oh my god. Backtrack a little bit. Pastor Ted has to go to Peru to fix a church. He would. He's a great guy. By the way, Pastor Ted, he's kind of sexy. I like him. He's got a good silver fox thing going on. He's really nice to Ashley and that's what I think is good about He's got it. a good heart and he wants to be like a family with Hannah and Ashley and you it's know. just like that's exactly that's, what they both of them need and what all they deserve they wanted. and like oh then but Ashley fucks up she, she fucks, fucks Jason. Jason randomly because I think like Pastor Ted's out of town and I think the Marin girls just have like a bit of a short attention span yeah she's, as gotta, bad as she's that gotta get hers she's gotta get hers I don't know Jason's pretty cute Jason's cute he's looking good this season for mm. sure I don't blame her I can let's see the temptation just, let's just flash forward for a second when like Arya and Jason are fucking Oh my god, so that means he's had sex with, like he almost had sex with his own sister, then he had sex with his mom's friend, then he had sex with his sister's friend. Jason! Yeah, like Arya had sex with the same person that Hannah's mom had sex with. What a thing. You never know, it's a small world. I mean, I want to have sex with the same person that Pam Fields had sex with, but... Who doesn't? (laughs) But you you want to have sex you want sex with with her husband and her daughter I think oh I'm not yeah I'm open I'm open you are I'm trying to think of who my best ship I you know what the ship that I like if we're doing the whole season mm-hmm. I like this the episode before the last episode of the season when. Caleb and Ezra are teaming up to find Mike, who goes a little bit rogue, and they can't find him, and then there's someone shooting arrows, fucking Katniss Everdeen is in town just shooting fucking arrows at everybody, and Caleb and Ezra finally get a taste of what it's like to be in an A situation, yeah, situation, (laughs) and they are like... We, we're, we can do this. And they're, like, trying to, like, throw rocks and shit. And they're just, like, this is the stuff that the girls are dealing with on a daily. On a, on a day-to-day basis. For years. And they can't. Yeah, I think it's and good. Then, and they're, like, a cute team together, They too. are they such a cute together. team. And then they find Mike and they take a pic of him. And That's then Tanner doesn't like that. No, Tanner's, like, why are And Mike's crazy? cute, too. It's kind of a good threesome they've got going on there. It is cute. I, like, so I ship the boys squads in this season because I like when they're, like, trying to find the girls and they're... They're experiencing what it's like to be in these situations, mm-hmm. and I think that's really cool. We do have a segment about the shitty people Emily dates. Can I go in on this, please? You go, please. Paige McCullers. I don't like you. I don't like what you're about. I don't support you. You tried to drown my girl? <laughs> It's not right. You can't come back from that. You can't come back from that. I'm glad someone put a fucking rat in your locker because you're a piece of crap. You're garbage. And that's Um, where rats live. Garbage with you. And go back to your bike. She, you know, is trying, she's trying pretty hard and they kind of do have a nice thing going on. But I agree that there's, and we've talked, we talked about this with other friends Mm -hmm. today, which is like her trying to drown Emily is unforgivable. And why, why, why would Emily ever? Ever date her after that yeah I think without that being the foundation of how they started dating it might be a pretty nice normal drama free relationship for Emily just a girl you met at school who happens to have the same interests and same hobbies as you yeah and if we're keeping on the Emily shitty people Emily dates and that Talia thing that really happens in this season mm-hmm. like that blows my mind but like this girl Talia is married she's married and she's like a billion years old and she Emily is spiraling and she's panicking and mm-hmm. she's sad and she's vulnerable 
And that is when Talia swoops in and tries to get to know her. And she like knows that Emily's in a bad place. They have this whole thing over Emily's shirt that's actually Paige's shirt. And like Emily freaks out. Then there's like these gross scenes where Talia like comes up behind her and ties her apron. And I want to die because it's so awkward. <laughs> it's creepy. And she's, I feel like it's predatory and I don't like that. And Talia swoops in and she's, she's in the wrong. She's married and that's not something Emily feels gets down with. No, I know. It's, yeah, there's a lot. Emily just needs to find her way a little bit. And then she kisses Allie, and they do whatever they do. I think it does come out that they hooked up that night. Yeah. And then Allie just lies to her. I know. Poor Emily. Fucking brutal, dude. This segment today. Craziest way that people almost die in this season. Okay, you go. Caleb almost gets fried to death in a kiln. Spencer and Arya almost get frozen to death at the ice cream <gasps> factory. Oh, fuck, man. It's getting cold. A is icy cold. So we get both spectrums. Too hot and too cold. Oh, my gosh. It's just, I mean, the torture is real. People are, like, getting put in some dangerous near-death fucking situations. Meanwhile, at the beginning of the season, just fucking, as we said, Shauna gets pushed off the stage and she just dies immediately it's not like she like was severely injured and then brought to the hospital and dies Mm. of her wounds Mm -hmm. she just immediately dies after falling about like two feet off of a stage and we don't really do we ever find out how jessica de laurentis dies like what she died she was poisoned oh yeah with peter hastings heart medication (laughs) you mentioned another good one earlier which was when uh a shoots arrows you could die if you get shot in the heart yeah it's so elaborate why don't you just shoot them in the head with a sniper rifle from distance and get on with your life. I agree. Let's talk about one of my faves, Mm. Hannah, and her rash decisions. This one is good. This season's good for Hannah. She's first of all all making all sorts of rash decisions, including like drinking constantly. Mm -hmm. But what about the time that they go to the storage locker and she's like, we need to rent a van so that we can clear out that storage locker. I think that's one of her worst plans (laughs) ever. She doesn't even fucking care. She's just like I don't care I'm gonna do what I think is right and Caleb is like this is an insane plan you should not do it but and he she's goes just anyways like, this is part of why Caleb is such a good ship because he realizes that it's wrong but he's not gonna let her do it by herself I know. he's not gonna let her go down by herself he's gonna be there with her yeah and it's so nice that is so nice but insane but she is just yeah she's flying off the handles she's she always has some weird weird things that she, weird actions that she has to take but oh, I love her. My favorite Hannah's rash decision was when um, Pam Fields makes Allie come over for dinner and all the other girls bail. And it's when Hannah's really having a hard time dealing with the fact that Allie's back. So Hannah gets really drunk. So it's okay. just Pam, Emily, Allie, and Hannah. Drunk Hannah. And there's some kind of crazy, she says something so mean to Allie. And then Emily's like, I think what Hannah means. And like, Hannah's like, Hannah knows what Hannah means. <laughs> and she talks about herself in the third person. She's so drunk that Emily kicks her out. And That's then she bad. meets up with Sydney in the brew. And tells Sydney, and tells Sydney, Sydney that they were in New York and not Philadelphia. So drunk Lucy Lips Hannah. You know, they say loose lips sink, sink ships. So for me, that was bad decision. <laughs> Should we throw in a little Toby impression? Okay. For all the fans? I would love it for you to reenact the... No, Do the scene. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Okay, say it. You're going to say the thing about when he becomes a cop. Yeah, okay, so you know. 
<laughs> and he's you like, know me so well. <laughs> freeze and put your hands where I can see them. That's I can't not, that do doesn't it. sound like Toby. <laughs> it doesn't sound like do Toby. Do it better. Either. I can't do it. I really can't do what it. What about the time when he starts a fight with Spencer just to tell her that he chooses her over the police? Oh my god, I one. love this one. He's like, Spencer. <laughs> Spencer, you know what? I fought a lot of people to get this badge and you can't make me choose between it and you. And Spencer's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying. Asking. I'm not asking for you to do that. I won't do that. He's like, but Tanner did. And guess what? I chose you. <laughs> Spencer, Spence. Spencer. Spencer, put your hands where I can see them. Oh, God. That's not sexy. I mean, that was very accurate, but I wouldn't have sex with that person. No, I wouldn't either. Okay, this is going to be really good right now. Okay. Guess who's A? Guess who's A? I think it might be C.C. Drake. (laughs) Good fucking (laughs) guess, girl. That's a really good guess. No, honestly, though, like when you first watched this season... I had no clue. But there's so many clues that it's CC. Really? Yeah, I think so. I guess I'm really, I'm not smart, but... Um, she shows up at such a weird time. She like shows up at the ice ball and she's like uh, in a white coat thing and she's like all being all secretive and like uh, Allie, yeah. the, thing, the thing that I find interesting in looking back on all this now is like Allie and Cece are siblings technically mm-hmm. and Allie feels very close to Cece, but I think mm-hmm. not even Allie at this time really understands why she feels such a close connection oh, to protect Cece and to do all this stuff for her even though you know they're just friends they're just friends that know each other whatever like Ali has other friends but she feels a very very strong connection and need to protect Cece. I love this theme because there's a whole situation where when they're really suspecting Jason mm-hmm. uh, Spencer's talking to Melissa about it she's suspicious of Melissa as well they have this whole conversation about blood's thicker than water and Spencer's like well some of those people are our family too like we're related to some of those people and they have this whole conversation and I think this whole undercurrent of like these ties that bind, these familial, yes. like, genetic ties. You can't necessarily articulate it, so, but you feel it. And it is this, like, obligation that people just feel, and they don't fully understand why th- they feel it. And I think what you're you're touching on something pretty important, which is that I think that AD, mm-hmm. like, we're not in AD territory yet, but I think ultimately A is going to be someone who is related yeah. to someone, to a main, main character, just like Cece is. But right now, if we're guessing, mm-hmm. we don't know it's Cece. Other than Cece, I think the regular, the usual suspects, including Melissa, mm-hmm. like she, again, just pops up always. It's like something's going on. The girls are missing. They've all been, they're all supposed to go to jail and they go missing and Melissa calls. Mm-hmm. And like, just always coming in. Now, did you ever think it was Allie? Because they did a pretty good I... job. Like, she gets really weird, and she kind of, like, for someone who's trying to win her friends back, she kind of stops yeah. trying pretty soon. I think that I never thought she was A, but I mm. thought she was definitely, like, back to her old Allie shitty friend ways. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, you know it's not Ezra. You're pretty sure it's not Toby. Pretty sure it's not Caleb. Mm. Like, they're undoing their own Caleb plans. Could. And, like, Caleb mm, could Caleb do it. Could. He could. He has the ability. He has the ability to do it, so I don't know. I mean, you know what? Maybe Caleb is A. That's stressful to think about. I know. I know. Oh, my God. There's going to be so much that happens. Like, season six I mean, is that would be make sense because then, like, all of season five, when he's supposedly in Ravenswood, he could have been building the dollhouse. <gasps> 
Like, whoever's building the dollhouse with Cece, I don't think she could do it by herself. I mean, it's quite the architectural undertaking. Cece like, has could have been. He could have fucking been there. He knows how to, like, think about it. The house is, like, automated. Like, the doors close and they have, like, good mm-hmm. PA system and all that. Like, Caleb could have helped with that. He has those skills. Caleb could be involved. And also, he's, like, he has no real connection to Rosewood. That's right. He's, like, kind of a weirdo in that sense because he shows up in the first season and he's just like, I live here now. And I think he has disdain for the way that Allie was and he maybe hates is. Allie. And he doesn't like the Hannah that's, like, very affected by... Like, you can see how initially... It could have been kind of an Ezra thing where it's, like, initially he doesn't know and he's just, like, kind of violating the girl's, like, trust and privacy. But he comes to love Hannah, like, yeah. the way that Ezra comes but, like, to what love if, Arya. What if he, like, actually never really loved Hannah? Oh, my God. I know, that'd be so sad because I love Hannah and Caleb. Let's not go there anymore. I'm, that's I'm too the sad darkest, about that. That's the darkest the timeline. The darkest timeline is that Caleb is A. Please don't let that be the truth maybe like byron's a because where's byron been fucking byron oh there's a scene in this season where um they go to the movies and like it's when mona's still alive and mike brings mona oh my god and byron is wearing a hat like he's like wearing a fedora. like a fedora because it's like an old-timey movie where you have to dress up like you're in the like 20s like you're a I was so shocked oh by that in a bad way I didn't like it next week we're gonna be doing season six pretty big deal and it's gonna be a bit there's gonna be a lot to cover finally some time has passed mm, and Spencer gets bangs and it's amazing <laughs> everyone's Spoiler. slightly different like their eyebrows <laughs> are just like slightly different because they're five years older so we'll get on the season six train until next time see ya bye thanks for listening to our episode of two can keep a secret Please let us know if you have any unanswered questions. You can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, and you can email us. Whoreasshoes2 at gmail.com. Starting April 18th, when the new season airs, we'll be reviewing every new episode. So stay tuned for more. And until next time, I'm Christina. And I'm Alex. And we're Whoreasshoes. Shoes.